Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. Welcome. We are so excited for a new year and a new season of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Season four kickoff. Here we go. I'm Lainey. And I'm Laura Beth. And we are Steel Magnolias. The strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South. And we've got plenty of room at our table. So pull up a chair. All right, we are back. And I have readers on and I'm trying to get used to them. Oh my goodness, 2022 has brought me. It deals us all kinds of funny cards, doesn't it? A lack of up close eyesight. I'm used to wearing contacts, but these readers are a trip. So I'll do my best to see if I'm hitting the right button here. But if you are a lover of people of the South, storytelling, hospitable, natured people, just you know, foods of the South, beautiful landscape, overall culture, you are in the right place. That's the kinds of things we love to talk about. This is the place for you. So we are excited to be back for season four. And you know what? I also think we have said before, we're lifelong learners, but we are natives of the South who do not know it all. We just want to keep Dig in, keep learning. We want to know more. That's right. right. We're not know-it-alls, but we'd like to know a little more. So we are excited this season to just continue in the vein of exploring culture. And that means the food and the people and the lifestyle. And why we do the things we do. Yeah. So we have uh, a couple of trips planned this year. One we've already taken, and we're going to be sharing that with you in the coming episodes. But Lainey, what are you... uh, what are you thinking for 2022? Well, um, trying to set a feasible pace of life with mm. running a business, managing a home. <laughs> you know, this yeah. is just one portion of our life. It's not like we have uh, only this on right. our plate. We have right. many things on our plate, as you all do as well. Yeah. So just trying to juggle those in a healthy way and the way we believe the Lord would want us to. Yes. Um, Yeah. So I'm, you know, looking at an empty calendar and trying to fill it in a healthy way. Yeah. Yes. That's so good. We in our household have for the first time ever begun an intentional practice of Sabbath. Okay. Okay. And we talked about this because I was looking at the same yes how do you sabbath well (laughs) yes so traditionally in 
the Jewish culture or Jewish families, they would begin with a Shabbat meal on Friday sundown. Right. And go into a 24-hour period, meaning it ends Saturday Saturday sundown. We are going to go midday Saturday to midday Sunday. And we've done it one time now. And I think it is going to be so interesting to see some of the fruit that comes out of this. Meaning a lot of the sort of laying down of work in any household, but specifically if you are the woman or the mom, includes food preparation, right? Yeah. So not working to cook means preparing foods ahead of time. Ahead of time. And I did my best. I gave myself a ton of grace for that first weekend, you know, first, yeah, the, the first time first we were going to do it. So I had a couple of things planned, but I kid you not, on Saturday evening, somebody gave us a whole pizza, like they had an extra pizza. And I was just thinking, I bet this kind of stuff is going to happen Start all the happening time. because you're in being intentional. They had no idea that that would help us not have food preparation. Obviously, we love pizza. That would have been, <laughs> that would have been a win any night of the week. But I just thought, I bet there's going to be lots of little things like that. That just fun. because we said yes to resting. Yeah. That there's going to be even things that are going to come around. People coming around us that are actually helping that don't even realize they're helping. And that's the goodness of God, right? Yes. He's just that kind. <laughs> so true. There's a book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by an author named John Mark Comer. And if you if this is sort of a resonating um, place of I need to rest and if you follow a Christian faith he intersects that really well in that book the ruthless elimination of hurry so he's an amazing guy and he's got a real heart for Sabbath like the yeah. Lord has shown him so much in that he's got there's a site you can see called um, practicing the way I believe it's dot org okay that's his site that he is really digging deep into kind of the ways of Jesus. And yeah, um, Sabbath is a big part of that. Yeah. There's some great books out about well, Sabbath. One of the things rest. that I think is going to be the, the real differentiator is the phone factor. Right? <laughs> so let's go there. So for me, I have now come to grips and vocalize the word addicted to the phone would love to break addictions related to the phone but um, I'm still in that sort of struggle zone but I think that this Sabbath piece is going to be a, a good step towards that but I'm kind of wondering even culturally you know not just even the south but in a generation that this is such a piece what are some etiquette pieces modern etiquette if you will ah that need to come into practice or be taught a little bit stronger in our homes yeah so amy vanderbilt didn't have to cover this in her etiquette books no, did she no you know I, i'm i'm almost thinking like when a person or a, a person older than you or a woman enters the room you stand <laughs> yeah when a person is talking to you you put your phone down yeah <laughs> like, a lot of things have changed. I but, even feel guilty if I am, like, let's say I pull into the pharmacy to pick up a prescription and I'm on the phone. 
talking or looking down and talking yeah yeah like i i've there's a guilt factor if they come to talk to me before i've already put that down yeah yeah because i just think that's rude yeah 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 we actually um were in a restaurant recently that was cafeteria style and it said big black and white sign no No cell cell phones phones. but you know it's not like they care if you take pictures of their cornbread it's not that (laughs) exactly it's like keep the line moving pay attention yeah yes this is a productive food line so help us help you right yeah we we don't have time on people's lunch break to put up with you yeah i am still amazed at the conversations i overhear with people being on cell phones in public oversharing yes yes right we're getting like diagnosis I don't need to hear about medical. your medication yeah yeah situation or your psychiatry appointment right which i heard in tj maxx one time <laughs> like really and you're on speaker too no was she on speaker no maybe i could only hear her i oh think i could only goodness. hear her side I did have a speaker situation in an art exhibit recently, though, where I thought, is this really happening? Art exhibit? I'm surprised that that person wasn't tapped on the shoulder. Yeah. Because usually that's kind of almost like a library setting. I couldn't believe that that was happening. But anyhow. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know who wants to tackle that, but I feel (laughs) like there's some etiquette that needs to be taught. Not just, I'm not talking young people because all of us that are phone carriers need a little refresher on human interactions and the well, etiquette. Well, and for you being humble enough to admit addiction, uh, I think we all are. You just were willing to admit it. I, I'm definitely addicted to the phone. <laughs> the first step is admitting, right? It is. <laughs> and, you know, I hear the buzz and I'm like, who could it be? What is that? Yeah. Notification. Yeah. Can't wait to see Okay, so I know in these winter months, a lot of people um, need inspiration for cooking meals. Yes, warm uh, meals. Yeah. Yes. So I made a meal that I felt like would be a good one to share because it was fairly easy. Okay. Um, Very hearty breakfast. All right. And so basically pull out that wonderfully seasoned cast iron skillet. Heck yes. (laughs) Um, like a 10 or 12 inch skillet. Okay. Okay. You know those corn tortillas that you can buy that are crispy? They're Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Get that. Break them up and put down in the bottom of the cast iron skillet. Okay. So you're making little tortilla crumblings. Yes. Okay. Not into tiny pieces. Okay. Just break it up yeah. so you cover the bottom. Okay. All right. Next, you're going to put a little bit of red enchilada sauce. Oh, Okay. Next up, um, refried beans. Okay. Okay. Then a little bit of Colby Jack or Pepper Jack cheese okay. shredded. Nice. And then do I you love know Colby that, Jack. Um, I think you call it queso blanco. Yes. That crumbles. Yes. Kind of like, it looks almost like a feta. It the does. Way it crumbles. Yes. A little bit of that. Yes. Now... On this recipe that I was looking at, you kind of layer that. Okay. What I just said. Everything you just Tortillas, said. Tortillas, beans, yeah. enchilada sauce, the cheeses. Yes. It was just for me, so I just did one, one layer, layer. Okay. And it was plenty. Okay. Anyhow, if you're making this in a big skillet for many, 
I was using a tiny okay. cast iron skillet yeah, yeah, yeah. just for yeah, me. Yeah. But if you were doing this for a family, you could layer that yeah. a couple of times. Then you bake it on 350 okay. until it's bubbly. Okay. Which I want to say I had it in the oven 20-ish, 25 minutes. Okay. Okay. Pull that out. Then you fry your eggs in a different skillet. I was wondering if we were going to get any protein. Okay, great. Well, you've got your beans. Well, true. Your refried true, beans. True. But now yeah. you're going to fry some eggs however you like them. Okay. Over easy, sunny side up, however okay. you like your fried eggs. Okay. Do that. Put that into that same skillet. Okay. After and it's already baked. And you can do however many exactly okay. after okay. it's baked. And then... Chop up some avocado, mm, cilantro. Yum. yum. Put that on top. So you've actually got quite a bit of protein. Yes. And yes. Healthy fat. Such a wonderful hearty breakfast. Yum. You could just put that right on the table and serve it. Absolutely. Right with out a of the big skillet. Spoon yep. For everybody to kind of spoon out. That sounds so good. It was wonderful. So good. I've made it two or three times now yeah. in my little skillet. Because once you buy those ingredients, yeah. you know, and you've got it on hand, you can make it a couple of times. That sounds so good. Anyway, very hearty. I think I ate it at 9 or 9.30 in the morning, so I didn't need to eat again till dinner. Right. It filled me up or so you much. could make it as a breakfast for dinner which is fun true. to change things up occasionally too so i just thought cast iron cooking and uh just a, something a little different we love our cast iron don't we in yeah, our set, we do in the south okay so this being top of the year a lot of people are already planning out what's the calendar going to look like what do we have to look forward to or what trips are we going to take or etc etc so I did notice that travel and leisure magazine which I'm sure many of our listeners are familiar with put Franklin our hometown our city we're recording in in the 50 best places to travel in 2022 now these are places like in India and... No way. This is worldwide. Worldwide. Oh, my. Walt Disney World. Some, like, real iconic places. Okay. And then Franklin. And Franklin. So this is what Travel and Leisure said about Franklin. Franklin firmly grasps onto its small town charms, starting with a quintessentially quaint downtown, chock full of shops and restaurants, finding shelter in brick storefronts lining the sidewalks. The uninitiated might know this place for its past. Civil War museums, battleground sites, and historic markers telling the stories of a slave market, race riots, and black soldiers in the U.S. Colored Troop Division of the Army all offer points of education and reflection. So it goes on to talk about uh, some of our food, you know, the culinary sort of rise in restaurants and even the there's like a Tennessee whiskey trail now so that kind of comes through our area Arrington Vineyards or the so all the spirits are mentioned in that regard the pilgrimage festival which is uh, an annual festival in September draws a large two-day lineup of different music artists and and they do get a good varied oh my goodness in Franklin not Nashville it's in Franklin like right down the street from us we've thought about even airbnb in our home for that weekend because it's almost walkable to the site of the festival so yeah franklin's on the map 
there is an abundance of people coming. I just, I'm just still amazed that I am. We're too. on those sorts of lists. I know, especially when you see these worldwide ones, right? That's not you know best small towns in America. Yes, I could see where we'd be a contender for anything related. It's to a it. very hallmark esque. Yes. In fact, I went to a meeting at our city hall a couple Monday nights ago, and there was a Christmas movie being filmed on Main Street. I saw the road closures. The police Twitter notified road closures and I thought, tonight. This is so perfect. The Christmas tree's still up. Yeah, like it will just be beautiful. Yep. So interesting. So if you have not visited Franklin. Hit us up with any questions if you have plans, because we've been here a long time. We know a lot of the ins and outs and the locals' perspective. If you're coming to Nashville, we did an episode called Visit Nashville last season. So if you're wanting Nashville proper recommendations, I would recommend listening to that episode. But we haven't done a Franklin episode specifically. We might need to do that. So we might need to put that in the fold of of season four since there's going to be droves of people now. I know. It's funny how I used to, when I was in other places in our country, in the United States, if somebody said, where are you from? It was always Nashville. Oh, for sure. Now... If it's somewhere where I think there's a possibility, like, you know, when we made our trip to Birmingham, you can say I'm from Franklin. Yep. And people know where that is. I know. It's so strange. Or sometimes I feel silly because I'll say, I'm from Nashville. And then they'll respond with, oh, I have some friends that live in Franklin. I'm like, oh, I'm actually in Franklin. You know, like, it's just (laughs) this awkward dance of, do you know, do you not know? That's right. How well known is Franklin, but it's it's on the map and well in looking at your year, are there any places you're hoping to see? I always am hopeful to see the ocean. <laughs> so we have we've again back to other episodes we've done, we did an awesome peaches and beaches episode. <laughs> and you're willing to see any of those we beaches? Have <laughs> such great beaches in the south. Our our Gulf Coast is the prettiest sand that it really you'll is. see uh, ever. And it really so is. It's it to me the prettier beaches than the Atlantic. Or the Pacific, for sure. Or Pacific. Yeah. Definitely yeah. the Pacific. Yeah. 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 Coastal-wise, we have access to great beaches, and they're drivable from here. It's a little long drive. Yeah. Some of it can be more in the seven, eight-hour range, but you can get to the beach in six hours, technically, yeah. from here. So, yeah, my, my hope is to always see some ocean see water. See some ocean. Yeah. I want to see – I've got a few on my radar. I want to see the Texas Hill Country soon. Oh, Wow. I'd yeah. like to do a trip to Austin again and then add in like Fredericksburg or yeah. something in the Texas yeah. Hill area. Yeah. Is that a summer trip or is that too hot? Um, when would you, when's I think the that ideal? would probably be a summer trip. Okay. If I want to float a river That's or true. something. If you're floating. You want it to be warm. Yeah. I would like to also do, it's interesting, Arkansas was put on our radar by a listener and I've looked at a lot they have a lot of beautiful natural beauty yes um so Arkansas is a little more on my radar right now as well yeah as I think we renamed them like the hidden gem state yes 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 (laughs) we have hidden gems to go find in Arkansas and um I would love to get back to Savannah I haven't seen that in a long time and I'd like to yeah 
I haven't done Savannah, so that would be a fun trip for sure. I'm I'm always partial to Charleston, but yes, I would love to say I've at least explored Savannah and yes. see what it has to offer. There's so many just picturesque uh, pieces of art and even literature that I and movies that I think about with that Spanish hanging moss, yes. that Spanish moss that hangs down. When I think of Savannah, so midnight in the Garden of Good Evil, exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah. So that would be fun. Well, this season we are going to be taking some hopeful, hopefully improved in different formats. We're going to keep a little bit shorter of episodes, not not by much, so that we can cover more ground, so that we can stay ahead of topics and make sure that there's consistency from week to week. And we're going to hopefully integrate, again, interviews where it makes sense to draw in an expert or a great storyteller. And we want to continue to be uplifting conversations about life in the South. So that is, to me, feels so necessary right now. Not only are we still in a pandemic time where businesses have weird hours and some things still aren't open and, but it's also winter Gosh, yes. Where sometimes just to get out of the warm bed and get excited about the day can be a challenge. It does get cold down here in the south, so. That's right. We've even had three snows in Nashville this year. I know. Crazy. Snow days, like real snow days. Like, not like salt the roads because we can't get out of the driveway snow days. Yeah, we have potholes now (laughs) from all the salt that's been down. We're not used to that. Anyhow, I just think um, now more than ever, we need uplifting conversations. Yeah. uh, I even need a fire lit under me sometimes to get excited about the days. Yeah. 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 Podcasts can do that. Podcasts can give you a little bit of a sense of your daily walk as a friend that you're you're going through that with. That's right. And so that's that is sort of the hope that we have in this format that you feel like we're inviting you metaphorically to our table and if you like this format I would say of more of just a sister chat format like we've done in this kickoff episode you might like our southern sister chat which is our bonus content we offer just to our patrons each month through patreon.com those are people that have chosen to support us with financial giving Either a $5, $10, or $20 membership gets you access to exclusive content. We have t-shirts, swag, southern boxes of goodies that we send out every six months to our VIPs. So if that's of interest to you, I'll link it in our show notes. But that might be something extra special if you've been with us for a while and just want to know more about us personally and uh, hear a little bit more about what's on our minds outside of just the topic-to-topic weekly episode so that's a fun place to connect as well so we're glad to be back at the table with you all and looking forward to telling you about our trip to Birmingham in the next couple episodes so with that I'll just say peace be with you Laura Beth oh and also with y'all